0: Like I
1: have to skydive into the wheelchair. So you want to wait, you want a living funeral. Like I want a living funeral, for Lovely, sure. oh wow. Because
0: if I have I de- I can't listen to anybody when I'm on Absolutely. the other side. You know, I, I agree. What am I, I going to do on the <laughs> other side? I'm going to watch a recording, YouTube recording of what happened. It's going to be so mopey. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I want it to be a yeah. full-on party. Nice. Full-on celebration. Mm. Of course, it will be... Awesome if you could help me arrange that. Death has
1: always been a certainty. That's what I like about Anjali. It has to be a celebration. Endless topics that we can talk about. Dying to meet you. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my podcast. And today we have a special guest, Livy Von Go. Livy, I have been dying to meet you. Thank you for having me on
0: board. <laughs> this is such a pleasure. I, uh, I, uh, I'm happy to be here.
1: And I'm very glad that uh, you are here today. And I know that, you know, Livy is in the creative background. She has been a video producer and also director for brand development. So Livy, tell me more and tell the audience more about what you do.
0: So... I'll tell you a bit of everything that I do, um, how I put food on the table,
1: uh,
0: (laughs) is I'm a video producer and director, so I own my own company called Cine Pluto, and we're based in Singapore, but we Mm. work all over the region, and uh, we work mostly with brands to come up with content that will help to promote whatever product they're doing or service Mm. that they're providing, uh, and we come up with creative concepts to communicate that, so that's... That's that in a gist. But, um,
1: so maybe tell us more about, you know, how do you get into the creative uh, uh, industry and, and how did it all started uh, for you? Okay, good question. Uh, and I'm glad
0: you asked because mm. I guess we've only really been talking about my video side of things, right? And mm. like my creative video side of things. So how it all started, it came from an unlikely place. Mm. Um So, before all this, I was actually studying to be a design student. Okay. Yeah, industrial design. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah, I didn't tell you that, I think. That's odd. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I uh, didn't know that. So, when I was studying industrial
0: design, uh, I picked up a video camera. And at the same time, I was very interested in surrealism and surrealistic Mm. art and film. So, you know, like Frida Kahlo Mm. or Dali. These Mm. are some household surrealist uh, names. Mm. And the more I got into that, the more I was interested in the unconscious space. Like, where do you go when you dream? Because mm. we sleep for a third of our lives. Yeah. Where does our conscious or unconscious go? Yeah. Right? Um, and how do we tap into that source of creativity?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: then I started interviewing my friends. Like, hey, what are you guys dreaming about? Uh, mm. You know, can we reenact them? So, I took mm. a little handy cam, Sony handy cam. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and I reenacted all their dreams. And so, we did like three months of interviews. Oh, wow. I taught myself how to shoot and edit. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, compose the shot nicely and yeah. stuff. So, a lot of creative energy was brimming inside of me. Mm. Um, and that came hand in hand with learning how to video make. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then one day, my building block had a blackout. Like, a okay. complete blackout. And I... L- I couldn't switch on my computer. Mm. I couldn't switch on my hard drive. Three months of work was gone. I'm telling you, it was one of the worst heartbreaks of my life. Tell me about it. Worst than some
1: of my relationships.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was in depression. I'm sure
1: a lot of us us could relate to that, you know? I couldn't eat properly.
0: I couldn't (laughs) sleep properly for like weeks. Um, I was really, really sad. And then it dawned on me, okay, maybe the universe is telling me, hey, this is not going to earn you any money. So maybe you should focus on the task at hand. Mm. And that's when I decided all right, I'm just going to work for a media company, stop mm. studying. Um, and I joined MTV Asia.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: and I was a big fan of MTV during that time. But it had changed since I was growing up. Yeah, you know, yeah, It was, yeah, like yeah. was very much like the hip-hop era, right? It is, it is. It and, was now, and then at, when I joined, it was the K-pop, um, ah. C-pop era. So uh-huh. it was very, very different. I was, I still learned a lot. So, um, I decided to pursue what I'm doing now, which yeah. is uh, video making, filmmaking, And it it brings me a lot of joy that I can, you know, create on a daily basis.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the the part that I like about you that, you know, when we talk about how dreams and all that, I think we always have a lot of conversation about you know, how these dreams manifest. And I want to hear more about it too. And and just now you mentioned like, you know, the brand development. Uh, I'm also keen to know the latest project that you're doing. So we will come to that later. I think it's one of the most exciting things that you probably don't get to hear every day. Uh, But I want to know, you know, like maybe because in your line of work and doing creative work, was there something that brought you so much joy, a funny incident that you can recall? During my work, mm, during your work, something okay. that I you know, don't even know where to begin. <laughs>
0: Too many, to right? <laughs> They're all crazy. Um, I, okay, mm. let me think. Okay, before, before coming back to Singapore, so I came back to Singapore four years ago, mm. about there, and before, right before that, I was trying to get like a uh, kind of like an employment pass to stay in Los Angeles. Okay, so I was working under a director. Uh, a documentary director and part of the work that I had to do there was to go on Mm. all these shoots Mm. music videos in particular and I remember there was one that we were going to shoot at a mansion it was a Ciara's music video Mm -hmm. and um, they had to get a lion on set
1: oh wow yeah
0: they had to get a lion on set so the location um, had to approve getting the lion on set which apparently they did but then when the lion got there and it was in the cage in a in a it was in a vehicle, in a cage. Okay. And you could hear the lion. You could kind of see like the, its shadow a little bit. And it took a lot for it to get there in the uh-huh. first place. And yeah. then the location uh, owner said no. <laughs> so they brought the lion all the way to the location. It was somewhere in the hills. Oh, my goodness. And in the end, it got rejected. Yeah. So sadly, for the music video, you'll see that um, it was a computer graphic...
1: Animation. Uh, computer yeah. graphic lion. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: and you you don't know what goes on behind these scenes when yeah. you when you see such works like that, which always I guess as an audience baffles yeah. Yeah. them, right? To know that all this work goes on behind the scenes and you mm. just see like a fraction of it yeah. on
1: screen. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, that was
0: I, a cra- one of the crazy ones
1: when we. Uh, go to watch movie together and and one of the things that I really enjoy most is talking to Livy about the angles you know how they film something and like one shot drone was the latest one that I saw I remember thinking like wow this is amazing how do they do this one-shot drone kind of uh, videography. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that's that still amazes me. I, I'm not into graphic. That's why I li- rely on Livy so much. <laughs> Did I ruin things for you, though? No, no. I some of my friends complain that, really? like,
0: hey, you've ruined the experience <laughs> for me because now I'm looking at the composition, <laughs> the lighting, how yeah, yeah, the characters yeah. are no, building. It, is that
1: right? But for me, it fascinates me. Like, wow, yeah. how do they film this? Like, recently, I think there's a few movies, like, you know, using what do you call that, like a green room, uh, like uh, Vincenzo, the the latest, like hottest Korean series, series, right? And apparently, like it was supposed to be shot in Italy, Mm. but everything was like using, uh, green screen. uh, Yeah, green screen. and, And I was like, wow, you know, when I saw how they did it, I was like, that's amazing how how you know the 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 creative side has taken and we rely so much on digital age like digital yeah, of course. yeah and so, and so cost, it's cost effective yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instead yeah. of bring you it's know the animal there and then realize oh sorry you know reject it rejected. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. just
0: just computer graphics and exactly so, you know so in fact that's amazing that for you it becomes mm. more magical knowing mm. how things work I, that's what I like about Anjali is that she likes to know how mechanics of things work, do, how people work, what makes things tick, mm. what make th- what makes things move. And yeah. that, that's something I actually admire about you. No oh, thanks, you yeah, know, that I you're very investigative.
1: Because I've always been very fascinated. Like you know, uh, there is this Korean company that has been doing virtual reality, mm. where they allow their loved ones to reunite with their mm. family members, and I've been getting messages be- from people asking me. Do you think this concept will be well-received in Singapore? So I think the first video that I remember watching was, and I hesitated watching it because it was a reunion between a child who passed away suddenly um, because she contracted a very rare disease and then she passed away and then the mom was reuniting with the child and that that particular video really hits me a lot as you know you met my daughter and and it's it's really sad but yet at the same time I knew there was a lot of closure so so just jumping the gun a bit but do you think this kind of concept like VR in your opinion could help a lot of people on the creative side of what you do do you think VR AI you know or AR I know there's so many right that I, I always get confused, like, what are the difference, you know? But yeah. it's, it's really coming in, and, and, and it looks like um, it's something that we should explore. What do you think about it? I love it. Mm. You know, for me,
0: I think giving the people the option to extend yeah. time with their loved one, to help them with their grieving process, mm. that's, uh, that's, a pr- that's a major privilege. Yeah. Right. Yep. Even just downloading, if, if it's possible, downloading the consciousness Of the deceased into artificial intelligence Mm. and allowing you to process that grief a little better. Mm. Why not? Why not, right? life is transient.
1: Yeah. You know, like, we we talk about, for those people who haven't watched the series Black Mirror, I often talk to Levy about Black Mirror because some of the episodes there really touch on this kind of topics about reality, about virtual reality, about grief, you know, how do you manage that? And and how can we, you know, to me, Black Mirror has been quite a mind-blowing sort of series where you sort of see the future through the eyes of technology. So that, to me, is very interesting interesting but I, i'm also curious to know because you know with every up there's always down mm. um throughout your life in the creative world yeah. has there ever been some place where you've been down and and you find it you know because creative right we go into a dark place quite not quite often but fre- sometimes frequently, right? quite frequently actually
0: <laughs> quite frequently because okay. i think with creativity you are tapping into your inner child right mm. tapping into your inner child to mm. take chances push boundaries be yeah. fearless mm. so all those things come hand in hand yeah. with a lot of self doubt insecurity mm. right and also uh, judging yourself a lot mm. you know Absolutely. for me like i'm going to be honest sometimes i have episodes where i get super super chaotic but mm. within that chaos i find my inner child and that's when my creative my creative side can mm can also flourish. Yeah. Yeah. So I think everybody's different. Mm. Um, but if we're talking about crises, mm. I, was ju- I was just thinking about that. I know you mentioned that you wanted to talk about crisis. Uh, mm. For me, I feel like I'm 40, 50 years late to a crisis. The world war has passed. <laughs> we are in a pandemic. So that is a crisis in itself. But I think I'm very privileged in the mm. fact like that I still have all my limbs, I still have my health, mm. I have food to eat, roof over my head, and I count my blessings, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, the crisis that I probably return to over and over again is my eating disorder, mm. which I do, uh, it does cripple me. And I think I, you know, maybe I'm like 90 to 95% healed. Sure. Right? It's, uh, I've had it since I was 14. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I would say that an eating disorder is very much a first world problem. True. Um, you know, it's because we have that choice of whether to eat or not, mm. that, that 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 problem and disorder exists, yeah. right? And I would say for me, it stems from a place of uh, perfectionism mm-hmm. and control. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up in a household where, of course, tiger, parent, and, you know, you need to excel in whatever you do, and mm. getting your A's was the marker of success and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but uh, I took it upon myself to, you know, go all the way be extreme about it so in terms of fitness in terms of academics in terms of uh, being in a you know a class daughter as well so mm. yeah and I think that kind of self pressure has yeah. stuck with me mm. since then but it's also what drives me for ambition that's good so there's pros and cons right yeah um, and yeah I think you are aware that I suffer
1: from that's true. And, and, and we disorder. talk about it. Yeah, I talk yeah. about it because um, I, myself, was... Uh, I mean, I'm a victim of that eating yeah. disorder. Yeah. You know, when you are in surrounded by people who are slim and that the image of perfection, you yeah. know, that maybe the media, in fact, has mm-hmm. something to play with it, right? You mm-hmm. always see models are, like, slim and, and sort of, like, anorexic during my period. Like, you yeah. know, when you look at magazines... And then I remember, yeah, bulimic was uh, something that I had to go through when I was yeah. uh, a child. And and it was also, the, as as I grew old, grow older, I realized that bulimic came because I lost my. Uh, I, I it was the time when I discovered my aunt has cancer, mm. and 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 I think a lot of us suffer in silence. I, I think eating disorder was something that I didn't tell a lot of people. Uh, and and I remember how my mom was so pissed off with me. Yeah. Pissed off because she was worried. But you know how Chinese parents, right? How they show their love is true. Like, anger. And she's like, if you don't stop or like, you don't see the dietitian, you know, I'm going to take you out from school. Because I was so stressed by myself. And you talk about being A's, you know, like, I, my mom has never put that pressure. But it was just me giving that kind of pressure to myself. Mm. And to... To like be that perfect person, right. you know, It's like our, a false ideal. Yeah, yeah. but uh, do you find that you know, like as you grow older, you feel that you're reaching out to your authentic self more and more, and, and discovering who you are and and getting out of that 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 phase that you went through. Yes. What was your journey Actually, like? Actually,
0: you know, for me, um, I feel what helps me with my crises mm. or mini crises, uh, it. And these are also the highlights of my life. Mm. Every time I've been through sort of a phase where I'm going through a self-crisis, there is always a stranger that approaches me Mm. that snaps me out of it. Oh, lovely. Yes, always. I don't know if it's because I'm open to these events in my Mm. life um, or if... You know, I, I really look like I'm desperately crying for
1: help. I'm not sure. <laughs> and then the universe, like, answered your call, It's eh? true, it's
0: true. Like, it, there's always a stranger that comes uh, across my path. Like, I'll mm. I'll tell you one. Mm. Um, so, let's see, which one can I tell you? So Alright, I'll tell you one that's got to do with heartbreak. Because yes, I feel like a lot of people can relate to heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And I was going through a very, very bad breakup. A relationship mm. of four almost five years Mm. and I was in a foreign country that I'd never been to. I was solo Mm. traveling in Italy Mm. and I had revisited spots that my ex-partner and I were going to Mm. and uh, I remember walking like I was all hunky-dory through the trip and then it came to a point where I got to a spot that induced a lot of nostalgia for me Mm. and I just broke down and I was alone in a country Mm. that I was not super familiar with. Okay, I spoke some of the language, but I was not super familiar. And it was just... I was just like, not openly crying for help, but silently just crippled inside. Mm. Very, very crippled. My heart was mm. sinking down, you know, to the ground. Yeah. And I couldn't breathe. And I remember walking to another site and a stranger had seen me. He came up to me and he said, in Italian, he said... Um, when the Pope dies, there will be another one. He didn't ask me what I was going through. He didn't ask me where I'm from. Didn't try I'm to strike up thing. a conversation. Mm-hmm. He just said, when the Pope dies, there will be another one. And he gave me a back rub. And he sat with me throughout the whole sunset together. Oh,
1: lovely. And then we had a
0: chat. It was beautiful. And after that, you know, it was kind of a wake-up call. Yeah. Like, snap out of it. Mm. Give yourself time to mope. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when the Pope dies there will be another one. You need yeah. to move on.
1: Yeah. It's, it's
0: the same way I view death, right? Yeah. I feel it's just a chapter and then it's a and then you trans you transit. Yeah. yeah. You
1: That's trans all it is. Yeah. There's no
0: knowing where you're gonna go. hmm Right. So there's no point being afraid of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I already know how I want my funeral. Just saying, <laughs> yeah. just saying, I already know how I want my funeral to go. You you,
1: you already guessed my next question, oh, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we ask all our guests like, "What have you ever, you know, like, fantasized or like, ever thought about how your funeral, your farewell, would be?" Ever.
0: I have. I'm, not mm. really I'm gonna be honest. I have <laughs> thought about it. I've really envisioned it. So I'll start with. How I do every birthday party, or I try to at least. yeah. So my birthday falls just before Halloween. <laughs> okay. So, it's Halloween Eve, and what does everybody do on Halloween Eve? Uh-huh. They dress up as mm-hmm. something scary or or something raunchy, whatever it is, right? Mm. They dress up, and so it's a good excuse to persuade everyone. Hey, can you dress up for my birthday? You're gonna be buying stuff anyway, <laughs> um, so hopefully I get to celebrate my funeral on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's just an extension, right? Yeah, Just another definitely. year to celebrate. I would love that. I want everybody to dress up. Mm-hmm. I want to curate the playlist. I want to curate the theme of the funeral. Mm-hmm.
1: What's going to be the team?
0: That's a good question. I haven't yeah. decided fully yet. Okay. But I'm thinking
1: something dream related. Got it. We'll see. I okay. wanted to
0: circle it back cause that's where you're not me,
1: right? All uh, right, <laughs> yeah. Of course, it's about celebration of your life, right? That's what we're all talking about. Because yeah,
0: maybe because I love uh, dream interpretation, I love hearing people's dreams. You do. They could dress up as something they've seen in their own dream. Oh, lovely. Because part of dressing up is also exploring another facet of yourself, yeah. Right? Every day, you know, you wear a lot of hats, mm-hmm. right? You, you're a mom, yeah, you're, you're a business owner, yeah, you're a partner, so many things. You're a mentor, yeah, you're a podcast interviewer, everything. <laughs> so coming in costume is just exploring that different facet of yourself Mm. so I give people that chance and people I love and adore Mm -hmm. to explore a facet of themselves they don't usually tap into that would make my day yeah Yeah. and I want to also skydive into the
1: funeral (laughs) Wait, you skydive? You mean like the casket? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but if I'm handicapped,
0: then it'll be like kind of in a wheelchair situation. Like I have to skydive into the wheelchair. So you want to
1: wait, you want a living funeral? Like, I want a living funeral, for Lovely. sure. Lovely, oh wow. Because if I have a
0: de- I can't listen to anybody when I'm Absolutely. on the other side. You know, I so agree, I agree. What am going to do on the other side? I'm going to watch a recording, YouTube recording of what happened. It's going to be so mopey. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I agree. want it to be a yeah. full-on party. Nice. Full-on celebration. Mm. Of course, it would be awesome if you could help me arrange that.
1: You know, you know. <laughs> I'm taking notes already. I'm taking and and this <laughs> is official, notes. right? Because it's on podcast, so I know how you want your funeral to be. You gotta be no living funeral because living that's funeral. something that a lot of Singaporeans don't know about living funeral yet. And yeah. I think that's the part where I hope you know our audience can even t- think about what a living funeral. So just for some of uh, some of our audience who have never heard of living funeral, yeah. now a funeral, uh, a living funeral is when a funeral is conducted where the person is still around, terminally maybe at the end stage of their life but they want to say goodbye in their own ways where like, like what Livy has said she want to hear what people tell her and, and you know as you are talking about like skydiving in I could almost see you doing that Yes. and then like we are all dressed up in different like you know party costumes and and then just like welcoming and like standing ovation as you land and yeah. of course like make sure you have a good landing you know you need to practice skydiving first <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll get
0: like a big bouncy castle or something to catch you yeah. everybody yes. can land on the bouncy castle <laughs> like try to catch you right yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. that would be great be yeah great. I mean living funeral has always been uh, a very cool concept that I when I saw what overseas you know that they do and I, I do wanna could say goodbye that way and i I think that's to me it's sort of a jiao you know is to let our loved ones know like remember me because it's funny enough that you know death has always been a certainty right right the minute you're born you know death will come but yet we don't talk enough about it and and that's Mm -hmm. why i always enjoy conversation because we let our creative mind just go wow and go crazy and And, and that's what i love i definitely want you
0: to salsa at my funeral what should I wear I want what like I wear? lots of dancing lots of booze good grade booze <laughs> food I know and, you're a foodie and if uh, marijuana is legalized then I would like some <laughs> marijuana at the wedding as well
1: <laughs> okay USPS. yes it's official it's official let's hope that you will live to that day where it will be oh yeah hopefully <laughs> no but you know I think people should know something that a lot of people didn't know Okay. did you know TLC we come from the word the life celebrant but essentially I am a certified funeral celebrant but little do you you know that our friend here, (laughs) Livy, is actually a marriage Celebrant, oh, yeah. yes, you can look for her to get you married, and I think that's Certified. so cool. Certified, you know, so life and death, all the big events in your life, marriage, death, we're there for you, man. We got you, <laughs>
0: we got, got you covered. My <laughs> <laughs> <It's like>, girl, <laughs> oh my god, so insane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing, you know. Like I I can I I, I love this adore this girl so much that we yeah. have endless topic, and, and that's why you know like. Even like dream interpretation, we, we go everywhere. But, you know, I, I promised the audience earlier that we're going to know what is your latest project that you have. And I think the audience are dying to know.
0: Okay. You should tell Since us. Since you are
1: dying to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm
1: dying to know.
0: <laughs> so, actually, just um, for the over the last two days, I was shooting for a sexual wellness company. Mm-hmm. And they make vibrators. So, a lot of the work that, that I do, I try to be progressive in the topics that I cover. Mm. Uh, Everything from agriculture tech to sexual wellness. Mm. Uh, So yesterday was about kind of uh, making tutorials Mm. for a new product Range new vibrator part product range. Nice, and uh, we couldn't show anything explicit, so a lot of the shots were tongue in cheek.
1: Mm. Yeah, oh
0: and, amazing! And I was so happy because the clients were really engaged yeah. with the project and being on shoot. Yeah, and they stayed all the way for both days. That was very oh, surprising. Oh, that's we were, lovely. So many people. like yeah. the whole team was super, and they mm. were on sync, like, in sync, and they had. We had so much fun together. Mm. Um, so I felt that. You know, this was a topic that I've always wanted to explore. And I think mm. it's quite stigmatized
1: it is. in it Singapore. Is. And yeah.
0: slowly we're coming out of it. I think, mm. As people are understanding sexual wellness and yeah. how it is very, very important to be informed and integrate yeah. that into your life. Yeah. Um, as part of health and mental health. Yeah. Health, physical health and mental health and sure. spiritual health to a certain extent. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just glad to be a part of it and yeah. help to bring that message out. And I can't wait to show all of you. Yeah, what it uh, looks like. Yeah,
1: uh, is it gonna be shown? The here? names are
0: very cute. You uh-huh. like that? A uh,
1: tennis coach, <laughs> billionaire.
0: Tennis coach. Okay. Uh, wait,
1: wait, wait. Is there a funeral director in there? <laughs> no. Maybe there should be.
0: Maybe you can tell me what a funeral what director is. What is that? The name is for a vibrator.
1: Like. Oh no. <gasps> like a. Coffee. We do have a... <laughs> 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 no we have the dancing paw barrier you know oh, did you nice, see those yes. right yeah yeah. That can be heavy, yeah. yeah I, I think one of the projects that I enjoy talking to Levy and we said like it's our, in our dream you know anyone in the world who's listening to this podcast involve us if ever yeah. is that we wanted to go to different countries to look at the different death culture the funeral culture yes. and I think that's so brilliant like we talk about you know the dancing paw barriers about how people commemorate their loved ones mm. and, and it's so much like Recently, a friend of mine in Puerto Rico sent me a photo and it's so interesting because I met him in salsa dancing and Mm. then when I told him um, I'm a funeral director, he's like, okay. And I said, oh, and I told him, you know, he's a Puerto Rican. I said, there is a big reason why I need to go to Puerto Rico. And I think he was thinking like, oh, is it the Puerto Rican man or is it the (laughs) salsa? And I said, no, no, no. There's a funeral company in Puerto Rico that I really want to visit. And then he's like, Okay, like, I didn't expect this answer. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, no, no, no. I was so enthusiastic. Show him my phone like, no, 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 this funeral company. So what they do is extreme embalming. And the reason why they do extreme embalming is... And and they have a lot of works. You can Google them. Uh, the first one that I ever saw and it really had a deep impact in my in my mind was that they embalmed a guy and on his motorbike yeah. and he was displayed at home, right? Yeah. And then when you look at the guy, it's like, is he alive or he's dead? But he's dead. He's really dead. Yeah. And then the second guy that I remember was a guy who was sitting there. His eyes were half open. They embalmed him in that way. He was like, you know, he has a cigarette in his hand. Okay. And he's just sitting there. And then the recent one that he showed okay, me was like so like Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to have the guy embalm, that's that's why I call it like it is the technical term is extreme embalming, yeah. right? And I then he sent me a photo and he's like, Oh, you gotta see this. Every time I see this, I remember you. I I mean like thank you, but anything, anything to do with death, they always remember me. And I told him, like, once the COVID is over, yeah. Travel Baba is gone, you know, I'm coming to Puerto Rico. And I think the one of the projects that we keep talking about is going to different countries to learn their culture. Yes, please pack me in your suitcase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would love to come with you. I think, I think aside from uh, the extreme embalming, embalming that you mentioned, I really love um, Sky Burial in, in mm. uh, was it Tibet? Tibet, yeah, Tibet, right. We're just talking about it. Where with you return yeah. b- the body to the ecosystem, the yeah. which yeah. I love. I love that. I mean, I also planting trees. Mm, or, there's so or, many. Yeah, yeah so, many. so many. concepts, or, right? Yeah, I would. I would probably either plant myself or mm. um, I would like to donate my organs. Have Have you thought so?
1: If you donate your organs, organs, where have you thought about your final resting place? I'm taking notes now, by the way. Uh, how would you Interesting
0: like a resting place? Do you want to, you know, because my heart is really like in my home is here in mm, my heart, mm, so I don't have a place where I feel like I need to, to return be, to. I can yeah, be
1: anywhere, anywhere, yeah,
0: because I feel the body is really just a vessel, yeah, it's your energy that returns to whatever. Source oh, lovely, is, right? Yeah, um, so I'm happy to donate my organs for science, mm. I'm happy to become a tree. Uh, I think either way, returning to the people or returning to the earth. Mm. That would, be, that would make me very happy.
1: Yeah. yeah. You, you know, like in uh, other countries, they are doing things like sky, not sky barrier, but more like into outer space mm-hmm. where you scatter your cremated remains up there. So that could be a concept. I don't know, like to be with the universe, right? Like
0: Okay, I'll just uh, call Elon Musk's uh, ser- secretary and I'll tell him, <laughs> hey, can you arrange for me to come
1: up? He does, he does. Oh, you want to pause? There's a guy. Food break. Anyway, Elon Musk make it official that you know you if you want to join him in his next shutter on yeah. that's uh, under the X space, uh, you can let him know. He can uh, charge a very reasonable price to shoot you up so, to outer space. So you know, reasonable.
0: no problem. So re- <laughs> can I just make a few more sexual wellness videos. I'm sure I can
1: make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, more coming your way now yeah, that this yeah. podcast is out. Yes, you know. But I, I want to end off this with like, is if. Is there any advice that you would like to share with your audience? Um, what advice would you give them?
0: Hmm, let me think. I hate giving advice. I find like sharing wisdom very difficult. Why? Because I feel like I'm not wise. Ah, that's the yeah, something. I that still feel like a child. At 30 years old
1: Then that should be your advice Like always be a child Oh yeah Always be in touch With your inner child Yeah I like that I like that You know in Burning Man There is a uh, I would love to share With the audience This particular um, artwork That was in uh, Burning Man That has always been Imprinted in me Mm. That two childs Were like sitting Back to back right They Mm -hmm. had their back Against each other But there was an inner voice That just touches their hand Within and that was, you know, so like imagine us sitting yeah. back to back because okay. we are angry with each other, right? Okay. But there's the inner child within us mm. that is trying to hold, hold, hold two hold. of us, yeah, together. Mm. And I, you never seen that. Well, I'm not. I'm not a burner yet. Yeah, yet, yet. You can join me once yes. it's back. You do know that my cremated remains is going to go to Burning, Burning Man. Man. Yes. <laughs> For those who are fellow burners, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, To me, that is the... See you at the playa. See you at the playa. The temple. Yeah, that is the place where I really feel at home. For some reason, yeah. Um, But to me... I like that you have somewhere where you feel at home. Yeah, and I told Emmanuel, uh, you know, my husband that... Uh, please make sure that you scatter my cremated remains there or just place me there, right? And then one day, out of the blue, I asked him again, like, you do know where you need to put me as your final rest, my my final resting place, right? And his reply was, you are already dead. Let me decide where I want to rest you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, but you know, it's my wish. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know, but you're already dead. So you (laughs) You wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I think... I think, lightly, maybe he want to keep me until we both die. I don't know. Like, get someone to do that. Where does he want to uh, go? We never come to that topic. It's very sensitive. Because, you, you know, it, even me being in the funeral industry, sometimes uh, when we come to sensitive topics like this, mm-hmm. I can see he gets a bit more emotional. Yeah. Like, I w- once asked him this question, like, uh, because I took care of a funeral of a... a a lady who's fairly young, like a bit older than me. She has three kids. And I met the husband to pre-arrange the funeral. Mm. And I remember how I felt walking out with that re- arrangement. And I felt so heavy, you know, like the husband was preparing every- everything. And and why I remember the episode so vividly was that we were halfway through the, the arrangement, the, 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 the session. And then suddenly, he just like... Oh my God, Angeli, I'm so sorry. I have to cut you short. Uh, I need to bring my son to the dentist now. Mm. And you know, his dying wife is on the second floor because they live in a HDB, a mezzanine floor. And I could see like, you know, like the family f- portrait in the living room and it was all of them being very happy. Mm. And then when I look at the photo in that portrait and then also like looking at him, he has like... Wow, he he has really got so tired over the years taking care of his wife, right? So it really had a very big impact of me on me. And then that night, I asked Emmanuel, like, um, who would you like to go first? Do you want to go first or I go first, right? And and then he's like, well, I don't know, I need to think about it. And 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 I said to him, I think it would be better if I no, if you go first. And he said, why? I said, well, because you need to take care of our girl and I'm not sure whether you can do it. And he said, you know, if I have to do it, I have to do it, right? And then I said, yeah, but you know... And then I told him about the scenario uh, that they... And then, like, a few days later, he came to me and he's was like, um, you know what, I think it's better that... You yeah. do it. No, he said, yeah, he said, like, I think mm-hmm. it's better that I go first. Because he he thinks that he can't deal with the part break. Yeah. You know, like, losing a loved one for so many years. And I absolutely think that is true. Like, I also think it's better that he goes first. And then, it chanced upon, like, was listening to some podcast... And I heard that in UK, a, 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 a aged parents, like they're old and one of them is sort of not well, but they're still mobile. They bid goodbye to their children. You know, they t- told the children, like, oh, mom and dad, we are going to um, a road trip. and But they were going for a road trip permanently. Yeah. And they decided that it was best to go together. Yeah, and it's so sad. But yet, you feel that... You know, I always ask, like, you, you think about Titanic, right? That that couple, the, H, the, the, the old couple that hold their hand together and, yeah, and then they die together. And I always get very emotional thinking about that scene. And I was like, yeah, I would love to have my partner, you know, with me when I die and... Yeah that would be nice because then we have to, we don't have to go through a heartbreak together. True. Yeah it is so hard right because I seen my mom dealing with the death of my dad I've seen Emmanuel dealing with uh, you know Emmanuel's dad my in-law my father-in-law dealing with the death of his wife. Yeah it's really sad. And, yeah, I do and think
0: heartbreak actually speeds up your
1: yeah, I mean
0: it speeds up your death
1: in a right? way. Right. I mean if we we always feel that you know being in the industry for so long um we have weakness when a uh, husband passes away. The wife usually have a lot of determination to make sure that they mm. they continue the family and all that. But when the wife passes away, the husband usually goes pretty fast, mm. like a few years. And, and we saw that, you know, even like when uh, our... You know our late uh, mentor minister, mm. when his wife died, and we knew how he was such a pivotal uh, figure right. in her life. When she felt ill, it was there was an article about how their role reversed. Right, the wife was was sick, and he became the carer, the, yeah. the caretaker. And then within a few years after his pass, her passing, and he, he yeah, his deteriorated. So we have even in our line of work, we have witnessed such incident mm. as well. And uh, yeah, it makes you think, you know, like, death. if we have a time to choose, how would you want to go? Yeah. Have you ever thought, you know, there's something called cryogenic? Have you heard so of it?
0: Like freezing yourself. Apparently, Walt Disney did that.
1: Oh, is that right? He might still be alive. Is it, we don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> would you consider that?
0: Cryogenic? Even that, yeah. Okay, so let me tell you. Sorry to lift the mood a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So when I was about 15, 16, I took... I read this book called How to Live to 100. <laughs> and and I did research on all these different civilizations mm. um, that practiced very similar things and had centennials mm. living in, this, in mm. their communities. So I was very fascinated by that, right? So at that age, I was really thinking, how can I extend my life? Yeah. To, so that 100. I can see the future mm. right because I just want to see what the future looks like not that yeah. I need to be part of it or whatever but I want to see
1: absolutely yeah
0: what how does the world progress mm. you know um, and so I'll just give you some of the tips now to extend mm. your life mm. uh, <laughs> Yeah. so some of these uh, societies are like, like Okinawans uh, Hunzans mm. from Pakistan mm. Okinawans from Japan yeah Um. Uh. I can't pronounce some of them but like mm. Those those two are the ones that I could pronounce. Yeah, uh, there's <laughs> some in South America as well. Okay, and in America, and so they what they do is they eat very locally, mm-hmm. locally sourced food. Okay, and then they are very socially active mm. because and that's the mind, right? The mental right it keeps wellness, you yeah. mentally well. Yeah, that's why when you suffer from heartbreak, that mm. part of yourself that serves community dies a little bit yeah you know it's your sense of purpose to serve your community Mm. it's a very natural instinct Mm. so when that part is gone you feel like almost like that function in yourself dies with you and you have less Mm. will to live Mm. right absolutely yeah and then also being active throughout the day Mm. um not high impact but Mm. low impact
1: exercise throughout the day, keeping active oh, wow. throughout the day. Did yeah. I, did you say anything about the sex, the vibrators? That
0: definitely <laughs> helps. That definitely helps. Uh, although I don't know if you're at 100, you're, whether you still you want could, to be right? active. That's maybe, uh, that's maybe a nice goal to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You, you should, you know, I, I love reading and you should read uh, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey and yeah. he can tell you how his... I, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say how, but how his father passed away. It's very interesting the way he passed. Yeah, it's something to do with what I just told you. But how uh, would you like to pass? How would I really ideally to, ideally to have everything that I need you know, to say, I, I, I want to leave this world with nothing left unsaid, you know, mm. that everything has been done and planned yep. and my husband, you know, he doesn't have to worry about all this thing and and that there's a continuity, like the emotional wheel that I, I've, you know, sort of dropped out like at 21 years old, Elian is going to get this and yep. And yeah, I wanted to continue. I'm I'm still not very convinced about the VR because I feel Mm. that, you know, what if she cannot move on and then they keep replaying back, you know, Mm. the video. So it's sort of a dilemma in me, but I do think that grief is a process, you know, mental wellness that we should talk about and we should get in touch with. Ooh,
0: yeah. Actually, why don't you just set like an expiry date, like valid until, mm. so your VR video mm. or your AI until consciousness, when, right? yeah. your AI conscien- consciousness can Is only until, right? yeah. last this period.
1: Yeah, I would love that. You know, I think it's so important like during a period to help yes. them through their grief and yes. you feel are a big movie fan we talk about movies a lot we go to a lot of movies and then we will analyze each movie yeah and i think ps i love you is beautiful because mm-hmm. the way he has planned and helped his wife to get over and eventually it was time for her to let go right right we we never truly let go of our loved ones to be honest right no. but we just need to know how to live with it yes. and, and and move yes. on with our life with that grief in us but we know that this grief makes us stronger yeah. yeah, I think that's why. And, and I think the one movie that really affected, uh, not affected, but inspired both of us was the uh, animation Soul. Oh. Oh, that movie. Oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> oh we, my God, so we, good. We, we, we walked for hours, you know, to Botanic Garden back and then we yeah. just keep like, you know, talking about stuff and I love that movie so much. And, you know, like we, I think that you could definitely draw some like inspiration and like life lessons I from love it. the idea that
0: when you're creative, Mm. or when you're in your element and in your zone, that mm. your soul goes somewhere.
1: Absolutely, that was what we said, right? Because in the movie, you, Because all creatives
0: are like, don't know where we got the idea from, but mm. it just came to me. So mm. where is this other plane of existence that we are drawing yeah, our ideas yep. from? Yep. You know?
1: I remember that, that scene, right? When, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you know,
0: I mean, I talked to my other... Creative friends, and they're like, mm. "I have no idea how I got the idea for that. Mm. Where did it come from? Yeah. It's an epiphany." Yeah, um, but uh, I mean, how I, I don't have an ideal way that I want to die, mm. but something that keeps me very grounded. And you're gonna think I'm very silly, but I always imagine like a mm-hmm. meteor hitting me out of nowhere. <laughs> and, Isn't but, that bad? Like, it if keeps, a meteor, just, just, it, uh, just impact. <laughs> And I imagine the pain, the in instantaneous death that I would feel and what I would see. And just that in a weird way keeps me grounded. Really? So yeah, just like I'll be walking around and be like, okay, the meteor's gonna hit me now. Like you know? just you, right? Yeah, and it, or no, or just that whole radius, like radius? just me. And and it keeps me very blissed, <laughs> blessed, and and grateful, oh, you wow. know, for yeah. everything that I have. I'm mm. so so for the last three years, I've just been so grateful for yeah. everything that I have. The fact that sun can shine on my face in the mm. morning. And I have all my limbs working. Mm,
1: and that i got
0: access to clean water. Mm. Simple pleasures like that. And it, and it makes me um, detach from a lot of material things. Yeah. Like if you go to my home, I really don't have that many clothes. You or don't, yeah. That many bags. Yeah, I can vouch for that, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just don't ha- like to have a lot of things that mm, I can feel attachment less, right. to. Yep, yep. Yeah, because when you leave this world, you'll just take your soul or your energy with you. Yeah, And and whatever you leave behind, that's the impact that you leave on people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's how I define success, you know. I always say like, uh, you know, you can't bring anything with you. Now, I want to end off by asking like, you know, where can our audience find more of your stuff? Like your materials? And I know you're doing like dream interpretation for people too.
0: Yes. uh, Okay, so let's do the dream interpretation Mm -hmm. one first. Mm, Definitely. Um, so I used to do uh, weekly live streams uh, mm. where I invite a guest on and I do dream interpretation on Instagram live. Okay. So you Check can, cap- you can yeah. catch some of the recaps there. Right mm. now I've been doing some workshops and collaborations. So we did collaboration with a bar where mm. we would interpret people's dreams and turn them into cocktails. Nice. And elixirs. Yeah. Mm. So they called it dream elixirs. It was quite fun. Nice Or hot- uh, hotel collabs. where yeah, we you did. Yeah. Do like multiple, multiple dreams in one night. Yeah. In a hotel room, so things like that. Mm. Conducting workshops to help people recall their dreams better mm. and interpret them, yeah, because um, it's really a untapped uh, source of creativity, absolutely, and and way of um, knowing Expression yourself to, better yeah. and self discovery, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, and things like you know Google, mm. uh, the DNA double helix, mm. uh, periodic table, all of these were conceived in dreams. So oh, wow. you have this. Yeah you know
1: untap right yes primordial
0: Un- source yes of creativity <gasps> that all of you can tap into absolutely and and people have been coming to me as regulars for private like dream interpretation as ah, well
1: i love that so yeah you
0: can find me there and then my work is on yes. Cine Pluto underscore studio on instagram mm-hmm. and it's also linked to my vimeo you can see cinepluto c-i-n-e-p-l-u-t-o yeah, yeah? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, that that's uh, that's me in a nutshell.
1: Yes, and look out for that uh, sexual wellness (laughs) video. Uh, It will be (laughs) out. It will be out. Yes. But uh, thank you so much for listening in today. We are so glad, you know, to take this on to our podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Livy. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. And we will see you and hear you for the next podcast. Thank you. Bye. Death has always been a certainty. That's what I like
0: about Anjali. It has to be a celebration.
1: Endless topics that we can talk about. Whatever
0: you leave behind, that's the impact that you need.